welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by a person that just learned the Pledge of Allegiance for the second time in his life. Well, I misremembered it. <laughs> misremembered it. Uh, my, illustri- my illustrious co-host. Jay Lit the Kid, what it is. I pledge allegiance to, to the flag, flag of and the United, United States, States of America. America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Should we start every pod like that? No. When was the last time you did the pledge? I don't know. That was a a while. Sixth grade? Long time. I mean, I I can't remember. That was every... We had to do that every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, it was... Did you have to... Do we have to do it in high school? No, no right? I don't. I think it was elementary school, and then right as soon as we were done, like the morning announcements would come on. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I remember doing because it once we were Sun Tree Elementary, they would always play "Here Comes the Sun." Doo, 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 doo. Wow, there you go. I love that little Beatles every morning. I'd, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, uh, how is everybody doing out there? Uh, we're super excited to uh, you know be with you. We are we're on our Tuesday bullshit. Yeah, what to do? We're on our Tuesday bullshit. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Um, uh, Alex is about to fly out to the to the. Where, where am I going? West Coast, Best Coast, but not really. Not really. No. I'm like. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm fully packed. Bags are packed. I see them. Bags are packed. Um, I'm ready to go. Uh, it should be fun going to Yellowstone for a week. Are you? Do you have all the necessary survival tools? Do you have a a um, you know like a, a metal water bottle or something? You know, like I have a, a metal. Yes, yeah. I, I, I have a metal canteen. I forget. I forget what you like. A non-single use water bottle. A Nalgene, as, as the Jews would say. A what? A Nalgene. A, a Nalgene Nal- was like the brand. It was considered like indestructible plastic. And like all the hippies at camp, like before having like a, a non-single-use water container was cool. Uh-huh. Like all the whitewater rafters would have them. And oh, like okay. all like the hippies would have them. And Nalgene, it's like a brand. It's like super strong plastic. Okay. And it, it's like, you know, the 32-ounce. Like, I've got the yuppie Yeti one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yuppie. For yeah, sure. I've got the chuggy fucking Yeti one. Now jeans are like those super old school ones, and they always like would slap like the Grateful Dead stickers and stuff. Yeah. You'll know one when you see one. Yeah, I've got I've got my canteen. Okay. I've got my bear spray. Okay. For myself. Yes. I was about to say. <laughs> no. For you. Um, I got the bear spray. And oh, you know, you'll you'll like this too, speaking of bears. Um Do you have like the little thing? I, I always get like the survivalist stuff on like the ads on, on Instagram. Oh, do, do you? you? Yeah, like that's always one of the things that comes my way. Do you have like did you buy like the little flint? Where you could like start a fire even in like uh, even in like I river. actually have a whole survivor survival kit. Actually, this is how like sweet my brother in law is. Um, like four or five Christmases back, or well, like a and birthday. Also, let's just say, let's just give the preface of like bona fide nature man. Yeah, he's like total nature man. This isn't just like he was your... in the army. Yeah, like the whole thing. Like he's was it army. Navy? Uh, Navy. Navy. Okay. Uh, That's yeah. a big no-no, right? He would have... 
Well, he was in the Navy, but, like, I don't know. He also was, like, running Afghan prisons and stuff, too. Because I've always wondered mm-hmm. that about him. He was, I know he's in the Navy, but uh, but he his, the, his wildest stories are, like, patrolling Afghanistan prisons and stuff. There you go. Okay, Brandon, get with us. Let us know so that we can properly... He was, he was proper trading... nomenclature. He was trading some pretty gnarly stories, like, yeah. over the weekend because all the Afghanistan stuff's going down. Yeah. And he... Was like a prison guard at like a prison that they built in Afghanistan that held like uh, Taliban, like Taliban people. Yeah. So he had some wild fucking stories of I'm just sure. how. Uh, Fuck that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, but like five years ago, he actually got me this uh this super cool like little army bag, and and, and he's like, you go everything in there is everything is what you need for survival. He's like, he's like, this bag is. He goes, he goes. This was the survival bag. He goes, this every single like you know person in the army, navy, all had this bag, and its sole purpose was if shit goes down, you grab this bag and you're fucking good to go I wherever need that. you I go. Want that. Yeah, Fuck. I was like, he was talking. I was like, this is so fucking cool, and like everything you can think of is in it. Like the little straw that you can just drink any type of water. That yeah, filter. I've always wanted one He's, of those. He, he, there's like Fuck. three of those in there. I kind of hope just like on the low key you you get lost like a Joel search party just for one day. Yeah. Like spend one night out there in Yellowstone and just like There's a big hatchet in there, a crazy knife, like a huge like one of like those Rambo knives. I bet it's got a little thing for flint then. It's got a flint. There's a yeah. flint thing in there. It's got a, like a little fire starter wood. Like it's got there's like everything. It's like everything in here. All right, so you're like good. grab this if the zombie apocalypse comes. I was like, dude, you're the coolest. Okay. So you're ready. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm ready. I don't think you're going with like the best um, survival and nature friendly no. guest. Oh God, no. But you're yeah, you got to carry the load. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little worried about that. I'm a little worried that like, you know, there's gonna be you know some days where he's just like, can we go back? And you know, I'm like, no, no, you know, we're Check, we're get drinking ready. we're drinking whiskey at night and then we're getting up at the ass crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you need to see like you know all that nature shit. Like, well, I'll sleep. I, you know, I'll sleep later. You know, yeah. you know how much you like sleep. Yep. So it'll be interesting. All right. Well, um, I'm hoping we get some updates, some content while you're out there. Definitely, we'll have some con- content. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be uh, some good photos. I'm maybe hoping. A, maybe I'm a shirt hoping just for your like co-host. yeah. I'm hoping just like have some crazy run-ins with like wildlife. Yeah, yeah, I want that. I'm 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 going there because I told you this when I was in the quarantine. And, you know, everything, the pandemic, the number one thing I missed was like nature and shit. Like yep. I missed zoos. I missed like going outside because we were so stuck inside. So that was why I made like I did this trip. So I'm waiting. I'm, I want I'm looking forward to Mother Nature just slapping me right across the face. Yeah, I need I want all the senses tingling. I want you to just smell that buffalo. Yeah. As he walks by. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll see some dingles. Yep. Yeah. Some, so, just a, a good wolf pack in the in the wild. Yeah, pretty excited. Um, you know, the credit card company tried to stop me. Mm, you know, today heard about that. That's just a that's a classic travel folly that right, you're dealing with. The day before I'm about to leave, my credit card company calls me and says there's fraud in my card and they're shutting it down. One of a traveler's <laughs> worst <laughs> what fears. The fuck, I know. I was like, God damn it! But that's where you just are like, check. You gotta. It's on you. I'll zell you. Well, that's the other thing, too. You just, it's like, you know, I don't like talking about, like, you know, other people's business, but it's like, you know, checks not rolling in the dough. Mm, so, an that, indictment. So that was, like, one of the worst things about it. I was like, because if it was, like, you know, like, you were someone like, oh, you know, like, I can just, like. Yeah. 
I got you, bro. He got me for a couple grand. Yeah. You know, like, you I don't know if Chex got me for a couple grand. Yeah, if you come to my house <laughs> dripping in blood in the middle of the night and you need 5K yeah. to get a fake passport to get out of this You'll country. figure it out. Yeah, I got you. Like, I don't know if Chex me like, yo, I would love to have you, but I just ain't got it. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. So, yeah, super excited for Yellowstone. Should be fun. Should be fun. Um, how was the weekend? Weekend was good. Uh, got some stuff done at the house. You know, uh, had a little family barbecue for Abuelo. Turned 89. Wow. These Cubans, man. I don't know if it's that just beans the... Beans and rice, man. I, don't, I, I think that and just the... the Living under a communist regime, it just makes you live longer. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, you got to get out of the oppression eventually, which they did, thankfully. But I think just, I, I don't know what it is about these Cubans, but they just they just keep going. Like, no, it's like, I call them the Cuban tanks because, like, the rotor just breaks and it, and it just keeps rolling no yeah. matter what. No matter what, so. that's that's incredible. Eighty nine. Yeah. So I had a little barbecue. What was the, what was dessert looking like at that one? Did we have some desserts or no? Um. Uh. uh solid brownie. Solid yeah. brownies that were made. Cool with that. Uh, a little bit of flan. Uh huh. Flan. Uh, yeah. Check. Yeah. Check. And some pastelitos. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, which that's... I was full, and I still went in. I still went in mm. and got me a couple of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But your boy was on the grill. Cooked up some food for everyone. Had a couple brewskis by Flat the pool. Flat No, just oh, grill over oh. at their house. So it, it was good. It was a good time. Nice. What about you? Um, shoot. What did I do that we had? We had the uh, the famous PFPI. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. We had the the, uh, the PFPI w- fantasy football draft. There is no fantasy league I want to weasel my way into <laughs> more than that league. I posted something like I was. I think I posted Greg doing his like he always. That's like the best part of the draft is the beginning of it because Greg does this huge like, like a, a dialogue. Yeah, he goes down the line of every single team and he's got all these like weird, funny, quirky rules. Like he hates he hates you're not allowed to like change your team name, but I change my team name every year. Yeah, of course. According to like who's on my team and as he you, like that just that like you know just irks him. Yeah, but yeah, he I I, I posted like a, a video I think of him doing his like his uh whatchamacallit, like, speech, and I had a few people hit me up, just like, yo, you're in that? Yeah. You're the, you're the, you're, is that Lobos? I yeah. Was like, yeah. When um, we went I, to the Braves Marlins game, I was just like, I, I, I tried to put the key that I had, I tried to put it in the lock <laughs> to see if it would turn. Yeah, with Chris, and it. I think I was just thwarted, because uh, it's just, uh, it's already a set uh, lineup, right? Like with Yeah. The, yeah, like it's been the, set for a while. Like, yeah, there's that's no the one, problem. and no one's really like trying to leave that. You can't once you're in. Like I would, I would that would be passed down in my will. Yeah, we had a we had it was uh, it was um, it was cool. He had uh, we did the draft, which is always hilarious and fun. And then he had a paella guy come. We had oh, paella. I, I, did you uh, see that? No, well, I heard I heard about it today on the yeah, uh, the paella we, guy come. We have a little, uh, just a little professional tease. We have a fantasy recap coming. We had our draft yep. last mm-hmm, week, mm-hmm. Um, so that's coming up. Stay tuned. Yes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So we did a little paella, little paella after. So that was fun. Little, little little league world series again. Another tease there. Little league world series was on. Both of our teams lost, huh? Both of our teams lost. Okay. <laughs> Both of our teams didn't even make it. Mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah, um, spoiler alert. 
but yeah, it, it was cool. It was fun. I uh, now that you know, now that I'm thinking about it, because I was telling you, I don't know that my team name yet. Maybe I'll just name my team the Lobo Slayers. Just okay. to, like really get it, get it on. I I, I would um I would appre- I would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. If you did. Let's see. What'd you get me here? That was pretty good. I don't know what these fucking are. Pretty good. It's like the Corona. Oh, it's just kind of like an amber. It's like a Corona, like amber. A, yeah, like a yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, I from think the so taste too. from from my beer days, I mm-hmm. believe the notes. Uh, d- you yeah. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so we did the uh, little draft action on uh, on Saturday. That was fun. It was it was kind of a little low key, and then I was just basically getting stuff. I had to mow the lawn, get everything ready before I leave. Yeah. You know. Yeah, now that we're adults, whenever you're going on vacation or on a trip, the lead up to that, it changes that whole week. Everything. You're, it's, you're in week, you're in vacay prep. I was just So you're here, you've reached the finish line. The last thing you have to do is basically get this pod live. Yeah. And then, um, and then, and then I will allow you to leave yeah. the state. Yes, so yes, yes. This is yes, the last yes. thing. Once you're done with that. Yeah, we're going to squeeze in a good one for you guys today. We got yeah. a lot of meat on these bones. A lot of jelly in these in, in these donuts yep. today. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of juice to so, squeeze. So, um, yeah. We, uh... We're we're super excited. We're, we're um we're gonna um we're gonna do some voicemail stuff today. Yep. Um, we got we got a big recap, so we might as well. Do you want to just get into it, right? You want to open the closet? Uh, yeah. Let's open up the closet. Is it? It's a. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Frank. Yeah, this is Principal Awesome again. Um. Can you get uh can you get yourself out to the parking lot? I think there's um I think there's a gang of raccoons out there. Just uh it looks like they're it, it's going to sound weird, but it looks like a knife fight. Yeah, it's definitely a knife fight. One of them's got a Swiss army knife in his hands and uh, I think they're speaking Spanish. Um so I'm going to need you to get out there and just kind of see what the deal is and get back to me because that's kind of entertaining. I just want to know what's going on. Thanks. Wow. So a Latino yeah. based gang fight of yeah. raccoons. Yeah. This, hope, yeah. this is South Florida, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's that that's pretty incredible. Well, Frank, be safe out there. Yeah, buddy. Bring, we need you bring, here. Sure we you need bring, you here eight AM here tomorrow morning. So yeah, make sure you're wearing the right colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? Would that be like gray or black? I think or white? no, no. Isn't it yellows and the Latin kings? Aren't they yellow? The Latin kings, yeah, they're I yellow would, and black. Yeah, so I'm with, I would be only so wear yellow and black, Frank. Wear yellow and black. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so first off, let's just get our our cock out of the way. Uh, Teddy Riley. Woo! It's a good one. It was uh, fun. Yeah, great. It was, it was, uh, it was fun. Harken mis- back to a a a younger a younger Jay Lit classic '90s sound. I think you can't. Speak on '90s R&B without saying Teddy Riley. Yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that was uh, once again a very good choice because you know we uh, the, these peacocks are usually um, indicative of of really having started a movement or propelled a movement into um, you know the popular zeitgeist, if you will. Yes, and yes. Teddy Riley had his fingerprints all. I mean, we dusted all over the '90s. And even into the 2000s, and even somewhat recently, because so. the because te- you know, and I thought about it after we did it. Um, you know, the Teddy Riley that you guys probably know is like the one that like became an internet meme. 
you know, yeah. during the verses. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to put a little respect on his name. I think it's good you, know? you put some respect on that name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, I should know. I put. I, I'm not supposed to put the Res- T in there. Yeah, you're respect. supposed to put a K on there. Respect. respect. All right, my bad. I'll, yeah. I'll do. I'll do better next time. Yeah, it's okay. Um. What are uh, we cleaning up? Let's. Uh. Let, I want to just give a quick little. Um. Let, let's do the Little League World Series real quick. Both of our teams lost. Yes. Um. I chose South Dakota. And I'm a I'm a Texas boy. Yep. 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 You didn't even sniff. I got. If, if anything, I got. I got farther than you. Um. Okay. That's kind of like participation trophy still. Yeah. But, but uh. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty sad. Did you watch any? Did you? Did you Very end up watching? No. Very little. Yeah. It was um. It can I can I do a thing? Can yeah. I recap? What do you got? So, the South Dakota game. They're in the semifinal game. The game to go to um the finals. The finals. And uh, our boy, my my boy's not. He's not. He's not eligible to pitch. So he's got. He's because he threw too many pitches. Yeah. Blah blah yeah. Blah, blah. So it's um it's five. Yeah, it's five to two. Bottom of the sixth inning, last mm. inning, five to two. Bases are juiced for South Dakota. Mm. Two outs. Mm-hmm. Full count. Oof! The perfect, the dream, the dream. This is the scenario. This is the one that we've all done in well, our backyard. For me, it was the countdown from five. Mm. Hit, hit the jump shot to win the NBA championship. Yeah, at the Brody. Little, yeah, thank you. And if you were a baseball, this was it. Bottom of the ninth or the sixth. Bases so, loaded. Uh, full count. Bases loaded. Full count. I'm standing up. I'm like, this is. Let's go. Let's go yard. Let's 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 send this bitch home. Because they, because honestly, South Dakota was like struggling at bat the whole game. Like they yeah. couldn't really hit. Him. And uh, dude hits a fucking pisser, and the third baseman makes an absolute incredible play, diving play, hot corner, hot corner, and makes incredible play. Uh, and steps on third, ends the inning. You know, and like it heartbreak. Was, it was one of those like if that ball got through, momentum change. We've got a game. Yeah. Mm. So little league man. That's it. Get into it, guys. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, and then the next day I had to go to the bar and watch like the who final. Who won again? Who was it? Um, was it Michigan? Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. I knew it was Illinois or Michigan, something like that. Yeah, it was Ohio, Michigan. Michigan won pretty handily. Um, it was fun. I was like, oh, and like the, the the Dolphins game was on at the bar too. Yeah. Like at the same time as a little league, mm-hmm. and like everybody wanted to change my thing and like at, like all of these dolphins fans were just like making fun of me and I was like I'm I'm just going to sit in it. You you are you're like, I think you should get one TV. I had yeah, that's all. I only one. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I missed a good apparently I missed a good dolphins game. Uh yeah, I mean, look, it's Little Hell Mary Axe? Yeah, that but that was that was that's garbage time. Your boy everyone's like everyone was freaking out about your boy sitting through for 400 yards. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was like that guy's going to be in the practice squad. Exactly. So he can Stay right there and help us get better. Um, uh, oh yeah, I just want to do another little thing here too. While we're in the closet, look. Let me let me look while behind. We're trapped the, in the closet. Yeah, we're trapped. Thank you, thank you. That's actually whenever well we do these done. updates in yeah. the janitor's closet. Thank you. Change that. Is Offici- when officially Frank changed. shuts the door and we're in there, trapped in the closet. Oh, so wait. So should I hold off? At no, we're end? no. You're in the closet. Go okay, ahead. so we're trapped in the closet now. Frank's dealing with the gang fight out front. Frank's dealing with the gang. Cl- we're we're trapped in the closet. 
Um, it smells like paint fumes in here. Yeah. And piss. And piss. <laughs> and uh, so just a quick R. Kelly update if you guys weren't picking up on the multiple, on. <laughs> the multiple, the uh, multiple, which becomes there. Um, little quick R. Kelly update. Because, like, you know, the stuff's coming out really quickly. We're, you know, we're in trial mode. Yep. So just really quickly, um, we've got a new a, a new, uh, a new chick testified. And just a couple more new uh, developments of the fucking just nastiness of R. Kelly. Sick fuck. Um, made a couple of them get abortions. Um, one of the cool new... Uh, new things that uh that we uh that we got that we found out this week was he made a couple of the women we know one for sure another one's like another one kind of like from the back of the court said yeah me too uh um, made her uh, shit in her hand and, and smear feces all over her face as a punishment. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, sick fuck. Yeah, so there's a little, there's another nugget for you there, and um, and then just and then also just the psychoticness of him as well, um, because it's not just physical, it's emotional with him. Every year, he would make all of these women. Right. It was pretty. I think they said like every couple of months they had to write a letter uh, and kind of like address it to, um, I guess, like a family member. And they would have to write like all of these lies in it and just basically say like, you abused me. You touched me as my father. Like just make up lies so that he could use those letters. Yeah. And if they weren't good enough, he would punish them. Like that was like one of the women. That's how she said. Like honestly, I wrote one of the letters, and it wasn't good enough for him. It was like there wasn't like yeah, I didn't lie well enough, hand. and so I had to like put feces on my face. That's fucked up. Yeah. So just a quick update. I know how much you guys like those. Yeah. Wash your hands. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wash your hands. Um. And then, uh, sh- what else? Uh, do we want to? Do we want to uh, fantasy it, or do you want to? No, um, let's let's get into these voicemails and let's close. Let's we're now out of the closet. Want to do? Do we want to do uh, what we learned? When do oh, you want to do that okay, one? Okay, yeah. Wanna, let's go, let's. You want to do that now? Let's that do that one? now. Sure. Because apparently Jordan's got a. Jordan, I got a good one. Jordan made Jordan like called me specifically today to let me know how much how much of a heater no, he's got. No, there was there was some other topics that were at, higher up on the list, but I made sure to. To let you know that I did bring the heat. Okay. I like to think I'm always bringing the heat, but this you one, are yeah you this, you always find good stuff. And I'm gonna tell you why when it gets to me. So let's start with you, Alex Newell Benson. What did you learn this week? So what I learned this week is um little sad, little tragic, but I learned that. Tiger Woods' dad is buried in an unmarked grave. Really? Yes. Why? Because, um, you know, I don't know if you know, I honestly really really didn't know until I was doing my research on this topic. Uh, His dad was kind of a piece of shit. He was cheating on his mom and shit. Well, I knew that, yeah. So his mom was just pissed as fuck about him cheating on her. Mm -hmm. So she made sure that he was buried in an unmarked grave. So does Tiger not know where it is? Tiger, um knows where it's at it's it's apparently just a fucking it's just grass there's nothing there there's no stone there's it's literally just like this is the plot right here and it's just they're just grass there it's it's like unmarked unmarked yeah and like yeah like 
It says Tiger does know about it, and it's just not spoken of. Woo! Just that's one of those fun. things. Just one of those things, like little family thing. Just like it's weird. That's too fucking that, weird, man. Like, I guess maybe he didn't. I don't know the circumstances of his death. If he knew it was coming, or if it was sudden, or whatever. But I would think a man of Tiger's dad's stature would have hopefully tried to plan that and like put something in. Like, legalese being like, hey, when I die, you know, put me in a compost pile and then fucking make a tree out of me. Right. Or yeah. like, or like, bake me into a frisbee. Or a There's golf, a... Put me into a golf club. Right. Yeah. yeah put I want to be... put Sew me in to, to the ti- socks that go on top of... Your tiger socks. The tiger... The tiger... Uh, yeah. That go on top of the clubs. Yeah. I want to be with my son. I was thinking... I was reading. I was thinking about it all. And I was like... Yo, like, there's a lot to unpack here. Like, okay, your mom's, like, crazy for doing that. And then, like, Tiger was okay with it? Like, what did we not, what did, Tiger, what have you not told us about that? Like, there's a whole so treasure trove of There's a lot of stuff family. there. And they're, like, they're one of those families, like, we don't talk about this shit. Mm. We just don't talk about it. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I learned this week. Jordan, Spencer Lit. Mm. What did you learn this week? I, um, let me give credit. I was listening to the Criminal Podcast, one of my Ooh. favorite podcasts. It's uh, usually pretty short, anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes uh, podcasts about different variations or forms of crime. I'm not really, I think they were just talking about this broader story, um, but I thought it was also very topical to our podcast. So, do you know the origins of the term pirate radio? Um, was it the um the English? Yeah, the, when like back in like I think I think it was like the sixties, the BBC, the English radio, BBC, is the BBC? Yes, they were in charge, and they yeah they weren't letting any of the rock and roll. It was Correct. like the devil. So the guys. So in the nineteen sixties, went out on like a ship, right on the international well, waters, and then they would so broadcast the, it back to the land. The international law stated back from like the reason why I know this from that from that show or yeah. from that movie. I don't know the movie. Oh, I never watched the movie. Oh, so, Philip Seymour Hoffman, my guy. Okay. So back in like the 1700s, the reason that the law was three miles off the coast is considered the la- your you know the nation's land uh-huh. was because that was typically how far you could fire a cannonball. Okay. From the land hitting and to hit a ship. Okay. So the 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 you know the UK's uh you know jurisdiction went three miles out into the ocean. Well, there was this. Back in the 60s, the, the BBC would only play, like you said, very starched white type music. Rock and roll was coming out. And so basically, this guy named Roy Bates went out to like a old military base that was decommissioned and started what he called Radio Essex. Radio Essex was essentially one of the first um, pirate radio stations, and they would broadcast music back to the UK. Okay. Like, and... and Basically, it was this crazy thing because other people, knowing that they could make money off of the ads and stuff like that that would be given to these these pirate radios, would try to take them over and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, they had to defend it. And basically, they learned what all the requirements were to become, like, a micronation. 
which is basically just like a small country that's not really recognized by other countries. Yeah, so they called it, it's it's called Sealand, the Principality of Sealand. Oh, okay. See, no, this was in the movie. Yeah, and so this all happened kind of after that, and they continued to broadcast from there, and um, this guy basically made it into a small nation, and they issued passports. They had their own, um, you know, money and stuff like that. Um, wow. And he did it for, like, up until, I like... how long did it it's, it's still a thing. Oh, okay, cool. It's, it's like two tennis courts. They, they, they said it's basically the size of two tennis courts. That's how big this structure is. Wow. And there was nothing else out there. And um, it was pretty crazy because if you remember the serial killer uh, who killed Gianni Versace... When they Andrew found him, Cunanan. Andrew Cunan bread, yes, Cunan you know. bread, yeah. Did that, is, well, Remember I, the I, cereal I, killer foods that we made? I forget. Um, oh, that okay. That that was yeah, the joke. Andrew, yeah, Andrew Cunan bread. Um, when they caught him on a houseboat, he actually had a fake passport to Sealand. Wow. People would use, try to do you know That's cool. illegal and illicit things. And be like, no, I have diplomatic immunity. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm from Sealand. Wow. So the other cool thing about it was, um, technically, they have an online shop right now, so you can get like mugs, what? t-shirts, and stuff like that. And oh, for, we gotta get some teas, man. And for approximately six hundred and fifty dollars, they will issue us like a a certificate and we can become a duke of sealand all right so we might need to start like a little we're gonna need to start a little uh what's what uh, go fund me go fund me yeah and this needs to happen but we gotta we gotta be we gotta do this yeah so sealand uh was basically one of the homes of one of the first pirate radios that would actually play you know the beatles and the kinks and all the all that music from back in the mm-hmm. day that 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 they couldn't hear in the UK, and it was it started out there. Wow! Right. Oh, I, I I need we need a certificate. You need to listen to the the criminal podcast though, because they go through it all. Yeah, you gotta they send me that. You gotta, you gotta send me that. Stuff. I want I want it on that. that yeah, that, that's good for the plane. I'll I'll send it on the plane. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I, I'm gonna check I'll that out. I'll send it to you after this. Yeah. That's Which, good. That's good stuff. That's what I learned this week. That's uh, that's that's a heavy hitter. That's what we call coming yep. correct. Yep. That's yep. how it's done. Yeah. You were not wrong. You did not let me down. There was some crazy stuff in there too. People tried to take them over. They were like firing guns at them, and because it's like maritime law, like they got charged with it in court, and then the court dropped it because they didn't have jurisdiction. All this crazy stuff that happened, and the son was telling the son of Roy Bates was telling the story. And he was like 14 at the time, just living out there and like all this crazy shit. So you got to. Is the son still run it? Uh, so the son, I, th- they still own it technically. I don't think he lives out there anymore, but mm-hmm. he lived out there for a very long time. Like even with his family, I think. I think they live back in the UK now. But, oh, okay. But uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's definitely um, very interesting. And the whole cannonball three three uh, miles off was going to be my first thing, mm-hmm. and then it just kept like I just kept writing yeah, down. I, would say notes I needed from all this. that. I needed all yeah, that. Yeah, it was super cool to listen to. Definitely go check out Criminal, one of the best podcasts out there. Um, and I'm Phoebe Judge. She's the best. <laughs> Is she's that the her? Best. Oh, she's got this voice that will just low. She's got the voice of an angel. I feel like I've heard. I feel like I know that name, Phoebe Judge. I mean, I, I, used, to, I used to listen to Criminal back. And I'm Phoebe so. Judge. 
this is, is criminal. criminal. So good. Uh, um, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, so speaking you, of voice, yeah, let's get in some voicemails, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's All get right. some voicemails. Yeah. So, so we got what, some voicemails teed up. Um, this is, you know, we had a we had a couple in the inbox, some texts as well. So we're gonna get to those. We've been doing them at the end of the episodes, but we wanted to toss them in here a little earlier. So some of you early listeners could uh, could get a little taste. Hopefully you will call in 305-741-3671. If you're leaving a voicemail, make sure you let us know who it is. If it's a text, definitely put a dash in your name after it yeah, no so we know who it still is. still not doing that. Uh, I think we got a couple in there that might have followed directions this time. Okay, okay, that's good, that's good. So uh, whenever, right. whenever you're ready. All right, let's get the first one here, I believe... Here, let's do this one. Night Rider here. Ian, would you blow me night? Yup, I'm back. More importantly, you're back. So I can get to enjoy my weekly ride down to paradise. Buckle up, boys. It's going to be a long rest of the year, and I'm coming for that number one Shut the Funk Up podcast fan. The Rock ain't got nothing on me. See ya. Thanks. Wow. Shots have been fired. Cannonballs have been fired. Three miles off. Yeah. Um... The Rock, Dugan, you are the Rock, on notice. Duendis. You have been put on notice. You are on notice. Hey, would you blow me, Ian Knight? Ian Yo, the Knight Rider. He he verbally called you out and said, "You." Wow. What okay. was that song? That was what that was, was the night. Was, that was the Night Rider. Was that Night Rider? Oh yeah, okay, that okay, was okay, the Night okay. Rider. <laughs> Yeah, Ian Knight, Knight Rider. Well done, my friend. See, yeah, little, people are getting creative see, now. You Bars. see what a little production value could do for yeah. your standing within this within this uh, this this uh, yeah, conglomerate man. that we have going on. I mean, the energy in there. I like it. I like it. I like it. Hey, would you blow me um, up a peg, down a peg? Definitely up a peg this week. You know, up a peg, up a peg, and and and, he, and uh, you know, he 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 took us to some games. So he did, he did, he did, he, <laughs> he uh, kind of spoiled us with some of the some uh, some baseball games. All right, all right, that was good shit, Ian. That is how it's done. Um, Guys, take notes. Yeah, just take notes. Rock, you are on notice. Rock, you're on the clock. You are <laughs> rock. You're on the clock. All right, let's get into um, another one here. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Come on, let me do it. 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 Let me fuck this one up. Totally fucked this one up. <laughs> Is that Ian again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's getting aired. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's getting okay. Aired. Yeah, so um, yeah, you, bloopers gonna get bloopers are gonna get aired. That's gonna be on that the end of the year blooper reel. That one sounded like that was also uh, Ian. Hey, would you blow me night? Um, Just trying to get his game correct. Hey, look, we don't always like, hit homers up to our first at bat, and you know he had to he had to work his way through the order. Check one. swing. Yeah, yeah no big deal. Yeah, we, we we pointed at the ump and he gave us the safe. Yes. on that one. 
All right, let's get into. Uh, let's see. Let's see if Ian finally got his shit together here. Welcome, 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 Ian. Hey, would you blow me night? Jay's Culture Dandy, obviously. Uh, Friday, driving down to the Keys, going down to Paradise, and I am literally two seconds into the podcast. You guys are talking about shitting while standing, wiping, whatever the fuck you guys are talking about. There's only one way to do it, and you fucking lean just like a Jay's Coaster Dandy. Also, bullshit, I didn't get a shout-out for the fucking Braves game. Who gave you those tickets, asshole? Me. Fucking another reason why I'm not fucking a goddamn new old kid on the block. Bragged about how he goes to two Braves games, but then he can't even give his boy fucking credit for sending them to him. Fucking asshole. I'm going to fucking unsubscribe, and I'm going to resubscribe only for Jordan. Jay's Coaster Dandy's for life. Uh, obviously, number one fan. Uh, fuck the Rock. Peace. Okay, wow. again, again, the, that a, one is a, a little bit more direct. Yeah. That was a little bit more direct. That was more of a direct mortar shot. Cannonballs still being fired, but now the cannon has pointed directly at you. Yes. Um, and just as you just said, and I, you but alluded I, I, to it. I gave you, I, I gave you, maybe, maybe it was a little late, but mm-hmm. I gave I gave it to you. Mm. Um, I can tell you there's two people that vote on this fan thing. So if you want to keep talking... Don't worry, I got you. And you want to keep saying the Jay Kosher's Dan shoving you. that down. Where are my new kids on the block? Or is are there any is there anyone out there? I'm sending a signal. Is there is there any is there anyone picking it up? I thought someone recently claimed to be a new kid on the block. Was it Bro Brian, maybe? I think it was I think I got bro and that's it. Yeah. Um Jay's kosher dandies grows by the day. We it's, are an army. We are an insurgency that we we are getting are there larger. Commercials and advertising I'm missing out on, or I what mean, is it? I'm not going to tell you how to run your team, but as the Jerry Jones of new of of Jay's kosher dandies, <laughs> um, I'm going to keep slugging the bourbon and just keep piling up the W's. Yes, yeah, bullshit here, man. I don't. It's, it's so, thank you for the tickets, though, Ian. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, uh, another voicemail here. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your Mississippi Mudblood podcast, his own personal rambunctious rabbi. Strap here. I was just on my long run catching up. Listen to Ike and Tina Turner. Some covers. Did a post a couple months back about what is the greatest cover ever. So I was just wondering y'all's takes on top three cover songs of all time. Uh, my number one, I think, as it's been pointed out to me, is Whitney Houston's And I Will Always Love You, a cover of Dolly Parton. That was a good question. I like that. That is a good. Thank you for posing something to us instead of just berating Alex, <laughs> which I'm fine with, but for the record. But, you know, I like when you guys engage with us as well. Um, oddly enough, I have right here a list of my all-time oh yeah covers oh i can, i've got um yeah i've got a few i can think of a few off the top of my head all right i'm gonna give you i mine. mean you've got i mean the the whitney houston i will always love you that's right the, you know that that's 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 up there that's a banger that's up there so i'm gonna give you mine this is not in any particular order okay yeah but i have i have six of them here now these are ones these these this list that i did are actually like recorded songs, um, mostly mainstream stuff, and you know where I thought the cover that I thought the cover was better than the 
than the original. Okay. So the first um, I have is a I change is gonna come. Originally, a change is gonna come. I think that's a Sam Cooke song. Okay. The Aretha Franklin is to die for. The Aretha Franklin's to die for. Yeah. Okay. I would definitely okay. check that one out. Okay. Um, another one which is very popular, and I would argue, I would. I, I'm not sure which one is more popular. I mean, are we, we're. I mean, I'm under the impression that we're doing the cover was better than yeah the original. I think yeah. so, and I think this. But here's a good one because this cover was done by two different people, both of them better than the original. And then I'm going to ask you to make a judgment call right now. Okay. So the next one I have is "Heard It Through the Grapevine," okay, which so is done by Marvin, Marvin and CCR, which was originally Gladys Knight and the Pips. Yes. So, are you more Marvin or are you more CCR? Um, I um, ironically, like you probably you would think I'm more. I like CCR. Okay. You would think I'm probably a Marvin. I actually like. No, CCR I, I feel like the rock and roll got you there. Yeah. So I think that one, which I get. My next one. That's a top one. I bet for most people. Um, when I was looking at some lists after I compiled my list, that was usually on like greatest covers of all time. Right. Yeah. So, I'm sure. Uh, another one which I find to be fantastic. I don't know if I like the original or the cover more, and I will ask you this one as well. I shot the sheriff, Clapton version. Oh. Bob. Bob did it first. Um. Were you more? That's Clapton? a hard one. That's actually a hard one. I think. Bob, I think Clapton made it. Much more popular among all genres of people. Yeah, the you know Clapton I mean? version's like more intricate. Like it's got more like you know, yeah, substance to it. But yeah, I'm going Bob. Bob. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one I have is "Summer Breeze" by the Isley Brothers. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Yeah. Um, I forget who did the original. Who did the original? Um. I'm going to have to fuck. I, I even had it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go through yours. Um, I also had uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine on mine, on my list as well. Oh, Seals and Croft. I knew it. Seals and Croft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isley Brothers for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That That's like, I mean, they mm-hmm. shred. There's like a two minute solo in that song. It's yeah. fucking dope. That, that, I don't know who, if Ron or who was the guitarist, but the guitarist, whatever Isley Brothers plays guitar in the Isley Brothers is so goddamn underrated. Yeah, he shreds. He fucking shreds, man. Yeah. Uh, my next one, which is the, the, the cover was much more popular than the original, and I even read that the, uh, the original artist said that he was absolutely blown away when he heard the cover. And that is, all along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Original Bob Dylan. Yeah. Bob Dylan said he fucking just blew a fucking load when he heard the Hendrix version, which is, I mean, to this day still is, I mean, a top rock and roll song. That's right up there with like, yeah, top covers with CCR. Yeah. Um, And then the last one I have, just to flip the script as far as um, genres, Killing Me Softly. By mm, the Fugees. Fugees. Yeah. Yes. Originally by, who was it, Nina Simone? Who was it? I forget. <sighs> it was someone in like the 50s or I 60s. Forget. I can't yeah, remember. I can't remember. But, um, and then the only other one that I have, which was the live version uh, of live covers I have, was Prince at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 
doing the Beatles while my guitar gently weeps. Oh my God, I haven't heard that, but it's amazing. You've never seen that video? Uh uh-uh, uh, I've never. You've seen never that. seen that video. You gotta send me Criminal, and you gotta send me that. That one. is, it's like him, Steve Winwood, and someone else up there. Wow. And he takes the guitar. I'm surprised the guitar made it through the performance. And surgically, like and it. yeah, he fucking shreds it. They just like basically let him go, and he absolutely murders it. Then right at the end, just throws his guitar in the air, and they had someone there. Obviously, he someone must have caught it above stage, and then he just walks off. Wow! Yeah, you gotta send me. You gotta that. watch the video. Yeah, the you video gotta, is yeah, you in, insane, insane. Yeah, you gotta send me that. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that. That's um, I mean, it's I mean, we're both. This is a very big Prince podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that right there is gonna definitely move your monkey. All right, yeah, you gotta send me two things tonight. Um, so the couple ones that I have here for you, um, I always loved the, um, I always loved the John Legend when John Legend in the Roots did the Bill Withers song, Mm, I Can't Write Left Handed. Fantastic song. That album too. Album is insane. Wake Up, it's called. Lil Ghetto Boy is one of, I fucking love that song. It's a very under the radar Roots album that like people don't really know about ironically, but um, yeah, there's a ton of good stuff on there, but yeah, John Legend does this cover of a Bill Withers song called the, I can't write left-handed, and it's pretty. Uh, also, pretty epic. the Roots guitarist in that absolutely yep. melts face for like Captain two Kirk. minutes. Is that that's Captain Kirk? Captain All right. Kirk. Captain Kirk takes you to another planet. Salute. See what I did there? Yes. Um. So yeah, that always that was like the first one that came to my mind. Um, Black Magic Woman by Santana. Oh, I for, you know originally what? Done, I should have known that. Originally done by Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Black Magic. That's one that like that people actually Green's, don't know. Uh, that was Fleetwood Peter, Mac. That was Peter. You yes, and you know how much fucking Peter. We love Peter Green. We are a very big Peter Green yes. Fleetwood Mac podcast. Yes, here. we uh, we when people talk Fleetwood Mac to us, don't come fucking talking about landslide and fucking you know rumors. that bullshit rumors. Well, no. you can talk that shit, but make no. sure you put some respect on yeah. the original Fleetwood Mac that sounded nothing like. Like yeah, what you know as Fleetwood. So Mac. the uh, the Santana Black Magic Woman that that was actually done by uh, Fleetwood Mac in like the early great, '60s. Great, great. Origi- no, no, I'm saying to you, great selection right there. Yeah, yeah. That's that was I another that one. one. Um, the other one that I that also came to me was the White Stripes version of Jolene, which was originally done by Dolly Parton. Mm, that Jolene, one, Jolene, Jolene. Yeah, Jolene. Those, Jack White really kills it on that one. Sick. Yeah, he's he 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 does a pretty good bout on that one. Um, the other ones I had were uh, "I Fought the Law" by The Clash, originally done mm. by Bobby Fuller. Four. Love that. Yeah. Um, this one actually is another one that I don't think a lot of people really know that is is actually um, a cover, and it's my favorite song by her, and I absolutely adore her is uh valerie by amy winehouse is yep. actually originally done by a band an, an english band called the zootons i knew um, i knew it was a cover it's a, i mean is that her best known song um probably not it's probably back to, it's I mean, up there. something off the back to black or something yeah. but yeah that's my favorite but great um, song though yeah and the zootons the zootons sneaky good band 
Like, okay. like that song, like Valerie by them is like just okay, but they've got like this one album that I can. It's like my child called "Who Killed the Zootons." Really good album. Great name. Uh, yeah, the Zootons. Gr- well, no, I'm saying great album name. Oh Who yeah, killed Who, the Zootons. Yeah. Zootons. Um. So yeah, Valerie by um Amy Whitehouse. Um, I gotta throw this one in there just because like I have to. Uh, the Raconteurs version of Rich Kid Blues, mm. which is originally done by Terry Reed. I always loved that cover. The The Raconteurs always did one cover on every album. Oh, really? Yeah, every album, they, they always have one. There's one cover on there. Sick. Yeah. And then the last one I have for you, again, maybe you don't know. Um, my favorite song was, we were talking about it last week, actually. I got it was one of the first cassettes was Hound Dog by Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Was originally done by Big Mama Thornton. Okay. So, yeah, that's my list. I love that of, our list went basically in completely separate directions. I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, I was hoping that they weren't going to, like, overlap too no, much. Very small Venn diagram. Um, But, yeah, that was a great question. That was fun. Like, that Griffin, actually. of course, you get credit once again. That was awesome. Yeah, that one came through, and me and uh, Jordan and I were, like, we're stoked on that one because we, uh, we like our covers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, just a quick shout out to back in the day. Jack's Beach band Be Easy. Because if you remember, oh, wow, yeah. they would play two hour sets. Kind of like, they kind of reminded me of Umphreys McGee and the fact that they would come in and they would cover a thousand different genres of music and they were always so dope. It was like a seven piece band with the horns. Remember their New Year's show every year? It was the Prince. Yeah. They would do all, they would do all, they would do a New Year's show of like four hours of Prince. Well, that was the, <laughs> uh, the, Oh, the Fritz, I'm that thinking of. That was the of. Fritz, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm Be Easy was like Monday nights at, yeah. at Lynch's, mm-hmm. but they always had, um, I mean, they did Belle Biv DeVoe, yeah. they did Prince songs, they did reggae, they just did everything. Yeah. It was great. So yeah. shout out to them. Be Easy, I don't know where you're at right now. I know I you're, you're listening. St- yeah, I hope you're still doing it. I hope you're still covering. I let's hope go. you're still, yeah. All right, let's get into text messages here. All right, what do you got? All right, I have got... Um, the first one here is kind of funny because it's a robo text. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's um, like a voice text. To- yeah, it's just like well, we we buy broken cars. Call me. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it says, uh, it says uh, we don't have anything. It to says sell you, pagamos to atos rotos. Love that. <laughs> and then there's the phone number. So that one was funny. I don't know if somebody's playing a joke on us, but that one was funny. Um, Wifey, was that you? This one goes back. Um, I don't know if we already, oh no, yeah, we already did that one, we already did that one, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, uh, (laughs) somebody sent us, um, wow, okay, there's a lot, okay, there's a lot in here, this is from Ian, clearly, (laughs) um, Really making a push. He uh he says he likes the name of the uh the funk dumpster over the bat phone, first of all. Okay. Thank you for your input. And he sent us a picture of what it looks like is Italian sub rosa from fucking my market. Uh top sandwich. So like I like that. Send pics. Yeah. Texas pics. Yeah. Uh my market is the best sub in South Florida, better than pub subs and better than Laspatas all day. At me for that unpopular opinion. Not unpopular. Um Okay, uh, what else we got here? Um, uh, <laughs> all right, so this is still Ian. He, I guess he's just bringing. Um, 
I guess he's just bringing some content to the table. Um, so Ian says, Ian, hey, would you blow me night? He goes, hey, Alex, uh, how about my grandma being buried in your backyard? Is that true? Have you have I ever told you this story? No. <laughs> so is it that tree back there? So creepy. Ian's mo- grandmother died, and they um they she was cremated, and um his dad came down to get the ashes and went over to like my parents' place, like you know after picking up the ashes in the ceremony, yeah, or whatever. And, like, proceeded to, like, stay outside and um, get drunk. Yeah. You know, with my parents and shit. And um, I guess, you know, he just had, you know, just a couple, three sheets to the wind. Mm. And just had his dad had the bright idea. He's like, yo, can I, I don't know what to do with these, you know? And he's like, can I bury these in, you know, your backyard? Where are they in the backyard? They're um, right next to the pool. Like, right when you walk up those steps to the right. the little wall right there? Yeah, right to the right there. They're in there under, like, all of, like, the flowers and shit. R.I.P. And I just remember that, that, like, my parents telling me that. And I was like, that's so fucking creepy. Like, Ian's grandma's going to be, like, haunting us. Uh, do you have any, any like, weird sounds or shadows that you've seen? Um, then, no, she's, she's yeah. chill. She's chill. She's chill. Yeah. But, yeah, I forgot about that. That's good stuff. And, yeah, Ian's grandmother is, you know, we always talk about death and what to do with it. Ian's grandmother's in my backyard of my of my uh, childhood home. If you want to be put in my backyard, say the, <laughs> say the word. <laughs> that is some funny-ass shit. And then... Uh, Ian's, oh, he said that he found the, uh, he said that he found the Deshaun table and I'm clicking on it. It's a, it's, it's a link for Amazon. It says Amazon. Amazon.com slash portable milking table, milking table. <laughs> so this should be interesting. Wow. It's just got a, it's got a hose for the dick, right? Wow. Oh, do you see this? I do. Do you see this? Just a this? little trap door for the dick. This is on Amazon. How much? Currently unavailable. Deshaun, he scored. Oh my god! Picked them all up. How how much though? Does it say? Um, God, this is freaking hilarious. There's a bag and everything for it. Um, it's two seventy eight. Two seventy two seventy nine nine ninety five. Hey, <laughs> I'm ready. Let's um, go. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So okay, the Deshaun table is out there for your guys' purchase. If you need it. If you need it. If you guys are trying to get milked, if you just want to get a regular massage, you can do that too. There's a there's a flap that closes it, and you can yeah. and then it turns into a regular table. Perfect. So it's 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 both. That's good shit right there. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of jelly in those donuts. That was yeah. good. Good stuff, yeah. Ian. Um. All right, we've got somebody here. Um. Someone's got a life hack here. When I was 36 years old, again, you guys, you got to just let me know who you are here. I'm just, oh, I see it here. This is the Mitski. Mm. This is the Mitski. Mitski's Mitski's? This is the Mitski. Ooh. Hello. Right. Hello to Michigan. Um. Uh. Oh, well, this is, no, this is not, that's a terrible, everyone knows that life hack, dude. I was 36 years old. Oh, oh, he's saying I was 36 years old when I realized you could basically smash garlic clove with the knife and basically peels itself. Uh, hello. Wow. A little late, a little late, a little yeah. late. A little on that late. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you do with garlic before that? <laughs> I know. You, like, were you, you sitting you've there? Never, you only bought the minced garlic. 
Um, let's see. He goes, in half a year, I haven't heard one mention of one of the top three greatest right-handers of all time. Yeah, I said it. Relax, Hank. Uh, oh, oh, he's talking about uh, Miguel Cabrera. He's in Detroit, so he's a Miggy Oh, Miggy. Yeah, Miggy's the man. But, like, if you want to get into, like, Miggy, honestly, that boy's a Marlin in our eyes. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a Mar- I mean, you, I mean, he's a Detroit Tiger, but like that guy's a Marlin. He's been a, in Detroit the longer, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. much longer. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Miggy, uh, not the best right-handed hitter of all time, so he might have to pipe down on that one. There's many, many in front of him. I mean, shoot, Mark McGuire, what's up? Like that's just easy. That's just easy right there at the top, right off the top. We're no, giving him don't that? do that. We're giving him that. Absolutely, dog. Was Hammer and Hank crushed. a right hander? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ham- Hank Boom! Was, right there. Hammer and Hank was definitely right hander. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of who's who's another great right handed hitter. Uh, Chipper, both sides. Chipper. Huh? I mean, Chipper. Yeah, he cleaned up both sides. Um. Who's another great right-handed hitter? I'm just like blanking right You're, now. This is all your department, so I'm leaving this to you. I'm gonna leave. I'm you sure, I feel like I'm island. only thinking of like left-handed. I'm thinking of like. I'm leaving you. Just what Ted, about what about Ted uh, Williams Manny's. and? Yeah, but Manny, Manny did Mickey both, was right? be, Mickey was better. Yeah, Mickey probably. was a little better than Manny. Right. Yeah, Mickey's the man. Congratulations, Mickey. To many more. Never fucking took steroids. Did it clean. Good for you, bud. Shout out to my Mitskis, though. Um. Uh, let's see. Um, let's mix music and baseball. He says, I need a peacock in the most interesting walk-up songs in, in their history. Mm, I like that. Okay. I'll make note of that one. I can do that one. I can do that one. I think it's gotta be like famous players, famous walk-up songs. Yeah. Cause anyone could play any song one time and it'd be like good, but you have to be something that you stuck with for like, at least like, you know, a full season or something. Yeah, They don't do that anymore. They don't stick with them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I always remember like one of my favorites. Uh, was um Rich Aurelia for the San Francisco Giants. What and, was it? And he was from Brooklyn, and he always played Beastie Boys, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Great. So in like the beginning, No Sleep Till... I was, I was like, yeah, it's a good one. That's, that's a good walk-up. Yeah, yeah, that's classic. That was always like... That would that, pump that me one, up. I'm that would just thinking off the top of sure. my head. Um, we've got someone saying... um. Uh, someone said, very disappointed to have tried the parking garage life hack to get a new ticket several times has never worked. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that page. What was that page? (laughs) Sorry about that page. I'm in page Nast. I'm in page Nast. Uh, sorry about that page. Um, there you go. I'm glad you tried it though. Yeah, that's it. Bold move. Didn't get, didn't get arrested for that one. Okay. Um, try again. This is a good one here. We're actually, this is, we're actually, we're, we're actually, we're actually, we are going to do this. Uh, so the uh, page also said you guys should also get some stickers for the pod. You can put them everywhere. The name's so catchy. I bet people will love it and tune in and fall in love. Um, I'm going to get wifey on that. Yeah. I'll get a stamp or something and then we can get, yeah, a... we just need like a cool design. Like honestly, like, I've been wanting to get stickers for a while, but I just want like, I need someone like it's, I mean, I don't want to like just be like, block lettering in cool places. Yeah. I just want to put them in shithole bathrooms. Yeah. That's where they I want to put them, yeah, above, like, you know, troughs. Yeah, yeah. On the trough. Claremont Lounge. I want you to piss on it. Yes. You know? Yep. All right, we got a couple more here. Got a couple more here. Um, Okay, this one's... um, This one's got a lot in here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Um, Okay, this must be Dugan. 
Five six ace. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he says grill guy on Instagram's giving me a lot of check vibes. Just an FYI, could be an affiliation with Steaks and Check. Okay, which we know that story. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, definitely leaning, definitely, definitely leaning and rocking it with Duke. I don't know what that means. Oh, lean, lean and rock. He means on the toilet. He's a lean. He oh, leans. he's a lean. Oh, okay. Lean got with it, got it, got it. rock with it, baby. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. All right, all right. I think more people were lean or were um were DJ Screws than they were uh, Musketeers. Musketeers. Yeah. yeah, I think there were too. Um, Another... how is BTS not your first choice for band T-shirts? Why would BTS like is that is that the K-pop? Yeah, I think so. No, no, I've never lame. even seen a BTS shirt. I've, I've never. never seen one. Uh, I mean, it's probably like a very like, you know, Instagram like only. Oh, he's like, just rapid firing me right now. He goes, "Wait a minute, what kind of list is this?" Newell didn't do a good job of explaining the qualifiers to this list. So this is when we're talking about band T-shirts. Yeah, I felt a little misled after the fact. Oh, get over it. You yeah, know what? That's I'm why. That's it. why you're a Jay's kosher dandy, and you can go over there and sit on it with him. Come on over. Um, Water's warm. Why are we welcoming back the Taliban? <laughs> he's, he's just, fair. He's fair. just fair. He's just firing them off right here. Fair. Welcome back. What do you mean? They are back. I don't know. What do you mean? What are we doing? They were, they've been in the caves and now they're back. Welcome back. I like to think that he just had that text box open as he was listening to the episode and then just was kept adding to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just 540, 542-548. <laughs> At six oh five, yes, there is a Pfizer booster. He's just, <laughs> he's just he's just conversating with us. Yeah, I yeah. love it. But that was see, I used to get I used to get this peppered directly at me, like just AK spray against the wall. I said, stop sending this to me. Send it to the number. Okay, you know that's what it's here for. Um, and then he says, guy who says negative to respond to your inquiry, douche or no douche? Um. I say douche. I say no douche. You say no douche? I say yeah. that guy's a douche. Uh, that's a negative for me. <laughs> that's how it's done. <laughs> Thank that's you. That's how it's done. Thank you. All right, and we got one more here to cap it off. Um, we've got Alicia Denise Jester. Mm. Let me get that middle name, girl. You just got it. Uh, Denise. I'm all boned up now by that. Yeah, me too. Golly. Um... One hour into episode 29, she says, I'm already sad it's going to end in another 40 minutes because we put that work in. Yeah, you heard it here. You know what I mean? Some people don't like the longevity. We like that long, long dang dang. We last a while. Yes. Um, love, love, love all of this so far and haven't even gotten to the peacock yet. And then she says three minutes later, damn blockbuster, pour a little liquor out. Yo, you ain't got to pour At least she remembers that shit. Yeah, hey, but you ain't got to pour it all out. There's still one left. There's still... Leave us... Leave a corner. Yeah, yeah. Leave a little corner leave in that sip. bottle. Hey, leave don't kill that corner. Sip. Because there's still one out in Portland. Just, yeah. just head on out to Oregon and you can, you know, rent that... Uh, what are you going to... What would you... What would honey, you I there Shrunk and, the Kids. Oh, great one. I love that. I, I love that choice right there. I was thinking of something that would be palatable. I'm like going to go with... Seven. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going with, I'm going with, and I'm getting a bag of Butterfinger BBs on the way out just at the kiosk right yeah, there. Yeah, they definitely, if there's, if there's a place that still has the BBs, it's definitely there. Yeah. Shout out to Ashley Benson. 
I'm going with I am I'm gonna uh, rent. Uh, I'm probably gonna rent. What are you Chucky. renting? Chucky. Chucky. I'm renting. Oh, you're going with child. Well, the, the first one wasn't called Chucky. It was called Child's. Was it Child's Play? No idea. I think it was called Child's Play. It was the first one. It wasn't a little just a little nugget for you guys. The first first Chucky wasn't called Chucky. It was called Child's Play. Okay. Which there is what go. I say to people when they come at me with some fucking soft shit. I say it's Child's Play. Yes, you do. I do. Okay. Right. Wow. Boom. That was uh, a lot had of to good get, stuff we had, there. We had to unload a lot there. You know, people that you when, you, when you say that we don't read our shit, we don't do voicemails, you're on notice. Your voices have been heard. Your texts have been read. Yes. And those um, are good stuff. Keep, keep them coming. The best are, excuse me, the best are when you guys bring the content. Yeah. You know? Dreffin, you get an A++. Good job. A++. Good job. Also, checked in with him yesterday. He's in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Safe. Hurricane oh, okay, came sweet. right through. Can't say anything about New Orleans. A little outer bands. But uh, no, he is uh, he is locked down the fort. Everything is good. He's safe. all right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, that hurricane, man. That it's it's just it's just it's 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 what comes with living in New Orleans. You know, it's you that time of year, baby. Party hard. You know, play hard, work hard, rebuild hard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. So. Let's get into a little um let's get into a little fantasy action before we fucking start peacocking. Yeah, let's um we'll talk about uh, there's a little recap so on Thursday uh this is your defending champ speaking. Yes. Jay's kosher dandy. Um we had a uh, our draft Thursday last Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Is this the 10th or the this is the 11th year? I don't know. I think last I no year idea. was. I think last year was the tenth year. I think it was the. 10th. I think this is the eleventh inaugural season of uh, Puff Punt Pass. Yes, that's if, the name of our league. Put, put, puff Punt Pass. There you go. That's um, a weed reference for you people out there. If you yeah, didn't for get these it. squares. Yeah. Um. So we had our draft. Had uh had the the Russian commissioner uh Douglas Thomas over at the house. Yes. And, uh, and yours truly, Alex. We've got some wings. We got a mess of wings. We got, you know, because we were talking wings last week. We got wings. Don't worry, guys. We didn't get it from Hooters. We got a lot of backlash on that. Well, we no, had some people got, that had some we had, support. We had some support, but then we also the people that the people that didn't like the Hooters thing really didn't like the Hooters thing. Well, good. I like that it's polarizing. That's what we're here for. So we went with Wings Plus. We went Wings Plus. They were fantastic. I destroyed them when I got home. Did you? I destroyed them. I ate the rest of them the next the next day, and they were fucked delicious yeah fuck the, yeah that they're number one yeah they are um yeah got a lot of comments on the uh on the shut the funk up podcast ig from the picture i posted everyone right, was like good. salivating over that nice so um your boy picked i believe fourth mm-hmm. um i believe you were last i was uh i was last yeah in the I snake had, draft that sucked and how are you feeling about your team? You what? What was the phrase you kept saying? Sabotage. Sabotage. He was sabotage. He was trying to undermine the legitimacy, and he tried to sabotage. I just went with a different strategy. You know, like I've just yinged when everybody was yanging this year. It just hasn't been working. Like I like I said, and I just I'm just doing something different. I liked I and I still do like my team. It was voted um, worst team. Now CBS Sports had other things to say. They, they rated your, your a D minus. A D minus. This is, I believe them. is what the grade I got. I got a B minus. You got a D minus. Yeah, and I even shopped. I even showed that one around 
Like I showed it to my brother-in-law, who he knows a lot about fantasy, and he was like, "Yeah, this is pretty bad." Yeah. So speaking of which, um, week one. So looking forward to it, bitch. Week week one, <laughs> it is a podcast on podcast crime. It is Alex Newell Benson versus Jordan Spencer Lit. Jay's Kosher Dandies versus Newell's Kids on the Block. Let's fucking do this. What are this. we? Are we putting a little side bet on this? Absolutely what, we are. What kind of, let's do this live on the air. How much are we putting on this first week for the W? Um, Because, you know, we got to... I've learned recently that nothing is as fun or as interesting to me if money can be put on it and it is not. Let's do this. Um... The loser, whoever loses our matchup in the first week of fantasy football, the because uh, the it'll end. Okay, yeah. So just the week after the the week after whoever loses has to if if I if I win, I we get in Hooters. If Ugh. if you win, we get Wings Plus. Okay. That for dinner that night. Do we have we have to eat them though while we're podcasting? Yes. Okay. Deal? So loser pays and has to and 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 the wings. Yeah, loser has to pay and okay. then and yeah. So if you lose, you have to go get wings yes. from Hooters. If I lose, I got to go get wings from Wings Plus. Deal. Let's do it. All right. I can actually now I I really want to win now. I can't wait for you to buy me wing, Wings Plus. I can't wait till you finally try Hooters and, and then the, the little twinkle in your eye when you take I've that first two, bite. I've had Hooters I, before. You know, it just it doesn't feel like you have, though. All right, you're going to lose. People really like the Naked and Afraid comment, though. I had a lot, of, a lot of hits on that one. Yeah, well, that's as they should be naked and they should be afraid. <laughs> Yo, so there's a new show, though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, very much looking forward to, uh, fantasy football being back. Mm-hmm. All the men out there and women. I think know you that... got a cup. You've got a little, just for anyone that still has a couple of, uh, Oh uh, yes. Draft, yes. um, you know, drafts coming up. I think you've put together a couple of, uh, I put together some, some lists, lists for you. Um, just in case, you know, Typically, we like to go. Our our method is to go as late into preseason, so we know what injuries have occurred yet. Yeah, I still have another draft coming up this Thursday, but I put a little. I, I've been doing some scouting all throughout preseason, and I put together a couple lists for you. Okay. Um. So this first one is going to be. Uh, I put together a top five players to draft. From teams based on how ferocious their names are. Okay. Lions. So I have my that's list first, here. That's the first one that came to my brain. Yeah. So number uh, number five. Okay. And these are basically scariest teams. Okay. But it's not, the, it's not the city. It's just the name of the team. Okay. What's five? And you, number five are the Vikings. The Vikings. They like to rape. They pillage. Yes. They yes, will yes, burn yes. your city down and take whatever women they want. Uh-huh. 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 Um, number four, very similar, but I Valhalla. feel... Valhalla. <laughs> number four, but I find to be very similar, the Raiders. The Raiders. Oh, I don't want the, that swashbuckling Two if by crew. land, one if by sea. Yes. You know, we've exactly. got a land, we got, we got one, we got a land thing, and we got a sea thing there. Uh, number three... The Bears. 
The Bears. the Bears. I had to say it, though. I, I hope that was okay. Yeah, and I want you to be careful of Team 3 when you're out in Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? I'm bringing him the bear spray. Stay away. I'm bringing bear spray. But when you see the bear, don't spray yourself. I've thought about it, too. I'm just like, you know, I really want to, like, be out there and, like, kind of, like, have a bear kind of close. But so, at camp during summer. Get a little summer, scared. At camp during the summer, they would always have, like, our safety meetings and stuff before camp started, and they told us what we're supposed to do. Which, do, you, do you know what to do? I think I'm supposed to get loud and get big, right? So, you are supposed to, yes, you are supposed to get as large as you possibly can. Make yourself, you never turn bigger, around. Bigger than the already? I mean, bigger. Yeah. I mean, your toilet's sighing heavily, but yes, get bigger. <laughs> You are you are supposed to my little nugget back there. Yeah, um, you are supposed to m never turn around, never turn your back on the bear, never run from the bear. You no. are supposed to stand your ground, make yourself look as big as possible, put your hands up in the air, and yell "Go away, bear!" So, do you want to try it real quick? Yeah, All right. yeah. Let me know how right, I do I'm here. I'm the bear. Bear, go away, bear. Bear, okay. get over here. <laughs> No, don't do that oh, last oh, part. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, don't sorry. do that last part. Okay, number two of teams to draft on based on how ferocious their, their team mascot is, the Jaguars. Ooh, they're going to get you. I mean, think about it. They're pretty ferocious. <laughs> and then number one, we all know the most feared member of the animal kingdom, the dolphins. dolphins. Yeah, yeah, of course. The I dolphins. I mean, have you ever been bottlenosed by a dolphin? Dude, dolphins will take out a shark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they fuck for fun. Absolutely, dolphins are number one. Okay, now, my second list are best players to draft based on how good of a fantasy name you can come up with. With them. With them. Okay? Okay. I have a top six. What do you got? Number six, CeeDee Lamb. CD lamb. There's a CD's lot to work nuts, there. Yeah. Lambs to slaughter. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's a lot to work you there. You could do stuff with first and last name. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good one. Number five, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. <laughs> That's just a cute name. I like it too. That guy was not meant to be a football player. Two girls, one cup. I don't know. Yeah, I think I did that one year. Yeah. Um, number four, Adam Thielen. I'm feeling it. I think I was uh, feeling it or feeling something one year. Yeah. I think you were like, I'm feeling on that booty. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was something like feeling that. Feeling on your booty, I baby. I feeling on your booty. Um, number three, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. You yeah. had him multiple years, I, I had, think. I've done many. Dalvin and the Chipmunks. I did Dalvin and the Chipmunks one year. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Wasn't that yep, one? Yep, 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 yep. Um, number two, just because I love the name, Tua Tungavailoa. Or as uh, Rick Ross uh, pronounces his name to attack Viola. Yeah. Oh, Stephen A. <laughs> and then number one, just a great name. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's number one. Nick Chubb. Absolutely. Is one. I was waiting to see. That's, what was a, that's number a one, one, one draft position. Nick right there. Chubb is definitely number one. Yeah. Um. It, there's. There's just. There's no getting around it. Yeah. There's no like John Johnny Cock and Balls. Yeah. So Debo's, I gotta go with. I gotta yeah. go with Nick Chubb. Yeah, Debo Samuel, sorry, honorable mention in there. Yeah, yep, but everyone loves a good dick and penis joke. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. That's good so stuff. So I hope that helps you in your your future draftings. 
Um, and please let us know if that did help you. Call yeah, us, call uh, and text in your, your your team names if you got any funny. Yeah, yeah, ones. yeah. Three zero three zero Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear some of the good ones that you guys have because that's. That's always like the fun for us is like trying to see how clever we can get. Did you have you guys? I haven't you, picked you, one yet. Okay, no. yeah, I haven't picked mine yet. Well, either. maybe next week we'll we'll let them know what okay. our what our team names are. Okay, because I haven't done mine yet either. All right, let's do, um, that. let's do that. Are you ready? I I am ready. I I'm re- I'm very excited for this Ooh, one too. I'm excited me, for you. Get me into this. Pe- I love when you're excited, excited for me. For you for this one. All right, get this me into one. This, you're, you're like a huge smile on your face. Okay, let, let's get into this peacock then. All right, let's do it. Let's get into this week's Peacock. Uh, guys, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. Say but it. it. has to be said. Say it. All of your wonderful Peacocks that I bring to you every single week can all be found, all of their music can all be found on Spotify. On um, The name of the playlist is called Peacocks in Music. Mm. Uh, all the tracks are there for you. I even put the episode in there for you so you can listen to the episode and roll right into the tracks. It's a beautiful thing. As you heard earlier, Drefin, our rambunctious rabbi, or what mm. do you call himself? Um, I, I don't remember, but he um, is... That's how, that's how, that's his, that's his mode of, uh, of listening to the, uh, podcast. He listened, he was listening to Ike and Tina Turner. He was grooving down on it. You know, that's how we got to the covers. Cause you know, Ike and Tina did proud marriage. They did a couple covers in there. Proud Mary, great uh, cover. Another good cover in there. A little honorable mention for you. A little late honorable mention for you. See, sometimes they come late. So uh, go on there. Go check it out. Like the playlist. Um, It's good stuff. So this week's Peacock in Music I am excited to bring to you is none other than Bill Withers. Woo! How's that feel? How'd that one feel when I hit you with it? Uh, it feels, it, it always brings me back to a memory where Scott Piper and I would wake up way too early on a Sunday morning. We would go to Metro Diner at like 7.30 a.m. We would go, uh, as soon as we were done, we would walk over to his apartment. And every Sunday morning, we would play some records. One of which was Still almost Bill. always... Uh, Bill Withers and usually a doobie or something like that and just hang out and just jam to some music. It was a perfect thing to do on a Sunday. Love that, love that, love that. So yeah, Bill Withers is your peacock this week. Born July 4th, 1938. Died last year, March 30th, 2020, as you might remember. I do. Uh, Soul and RB singer. Born in Slab Fork, West Virginia. I want to go there. (laughs) Slab Fork. Slab Fork. Slab Fork, West Virginia. Um, uh, old Billy uh, was born with the stutter. He had a stutter when he was really? growing up. Yeah, he had a stutter. You uh, wouldn't have known it. Um, old Joe Biden over there, huh? Yeah, had a had a hard time fitting in growing up. He uh, the, he struggled a little bit growing up. They said with the, the stutter, like really, the people, uh, the the kids, 
bullied him yeah. on that one. Um, so as you might know, he uh, listened into the, enlisted in the Navy at the age of seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he served about nine years in there with them, and in the Navy is when he started writing and singing music. So when he got out of the Navy um, in '65, um, he went straight to LA. Love it. Going straight to LA to start doing the music career. Um, his first uh, song that he ever wrote was uh, actually called Three Nights in the Morning, but that song eventually turned into um, one of his hit songs off of his first album called Harlem. Okay. But it was originally called Three Nights in the Morning. Um, so um, this is going to be, you know, there's, there's going to be an overall theme in this, and it's going to be Bill... Versus the industry. Mm. Um, Which we love. Yes, we love that. We love that tug of war. Yeah, the anti-establishment. Right. So, uh, Bill, after he wrote that the Three Nights in the, in the Morning, he actually wrote Ain't No Sunshine. That was the second, the second mm. one he wrote. An absolute just bomb. An absolute banger. And he um, he loved it. A lot of people liked it. He had he he had he had already in the beginning had an inclination of not trusting the music industry. He thought it was a very fickle industry. So he worked in the uh, in the uh, he he when he got out of the navy he worked for like um, these big like Boeing and like all these like big like airplane places like you know assembling and yeah. mechanical shit like you know stuff. So he still worked while he was like yeah also writing and producing this music and stuff because he just didn't trust the industry. Got it. So, um, in 1970, he put together like a little demo tape and uh, shopped it around, and it caught the ear of Clarence Avant, which is known as the uh, Black Godfather of just. He's basically. Um, I've watched. I've watched a documentary on him like a couple years ago. I think it's on Netflix. It's called The Black Godfather, and he's basically like. The Clive Owen, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he's like, he was just like that guy. He just knew everybody. He's in, in connection. He found like Quincy Jones before Quincy Jones. Not even just he wasn't a producer or anything. He was just uh, like a label guy. Okay. He just knew people. He like, I think he even had like mafia ties and he was just like, he was the guy that black artists would go to to go get shit done yeah. when like, you know, they weren't getting like tr- you know getting ahead in like the music and movies and or a fair all shake from the other hollywood the shit yeah, yeah you come to him and he can make it happen got it so clarence loved it signed him to his his label sussex records um and uh passed him off he, he um he arranged uh for bill's first record to be produced by booker t of booker t and the mgs from Stax records sweet yeah, so that's why a lot of that uh, um, that first that first uh, album is um, is why it's so catchy because it's all Booker T. Yeah, Booker T's on there, um, and also too, you know who's on there? Um, the guitarist on that whole album is uh, Stephen Stills from Crosby, Stills, Nash and oh, Young. Really, Stephen Stills is all the guitar work on that on that album too. Yeah, which I didn't know. Funny that. world. Yeah, so I went back and listened to it. I was like, "This makes it." I was like, "This make now knowing those two things." I was like, "This makes the album like so much better for me now." Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, on that album you had "Ain't No Sunshine" and you had which was um a huge hit. Uh, he won a Grammy for it. Our uh, best R and B. 
So a Grammy off his first off album. the rip, yeah. Grandma's hands was on that one too, yeah, which, uh, we, you know, song, which we love that one. But yeah, he um he won uh he won a uh yeah Grammy for for Ain't No Sunshine. Um, so um goes on a massive tour. Uh, in between tour dates and stuff, he um writes his second album, Still Bill, mm-hmm. which that one, boom, you've got Lean on Me. You've got Use Me. Another, just two, just, just ultimate bangers. Two fucking bangers. Um, and then he's got he's got mad legal disputes and stuff with uh, with Sussex Records. And honestly, I looked into it, and this Black Godfather guy was kind of a little fuckboy. Mm. He knew everyone, but he probably knew everyone and then fucked everyone. Yeah, so he's kind of fucked. He kind of fucked Bill over, taking money from him. Again, this is like leaving a really bad taste in Bill's mouth because he's your typical artist that just wants to make music. He doesn't want to be bothered with all the other minutiae. Right. So he leaves Sussex Records actually ends up folding because of like all these legal disputes with all of their artists and stuff. And he signs with Columbia Records, another huge fucking record label. Yeah. Um, Puts out four albums with Columbia. Um, has another huge successful hit on the album. Um, what is it? Uh, I'm waiting to hear how you pronounce it. <laughs> I, 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 I never I never know how to pronounce it. I was waiting for you to do I, it. I pronounce it menagerie. Okay. Menagerie. I thought, yeah, menagerie. That's, I, I, I pronounce it menagerie. I, Bill, and, send and, us a message. Yeah. Somehow. From yeah. the grave. I don't know. I, that's how I say it. Yeah, if somebody knows, you can correct me on that one because we do want to know. Because it's funny you say that. I was like, I call. I always say menagerie, but maybe which that's like, has the song um, "Lovely Day," which is our wedding song. Yes. Shout out to wifey. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, "Lovely Days" on menagerie again. Another fucking huge successful hit. Um, again, having trouble with the label, focusing like you know on like you know. You know, the label's just like, you know, it's funny. He even says at one point uh, with the Columbia Records, he gets so frustrated with them because he wants to put out albums and, like, they're not really, like, they're like, all right, yeah, we'll put that out next year. But then, like, Columbia Records would put out, like, a Mr. T album. Yeah. From, like, you know, like, his what actor the fuck? guy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, like, he was just like, well, yeah. He was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. So, again, just, like, so then once that stuff, like, Columbia started doing that shit, he started just focusing on, like, all these side projects. And he so he, he was writing songs for Gladys Knight. And um, he hooks up with Grover Washington. And they write Just the Two of Us. Mm. And then that's where he earns his second Grammy. Number two. Number two. The guy's a hit maker. I'm surprised, I mean, I guess I'd have to see what else went up against it, but I'm surprised, you know, Lovely Day or Use Me especially wouldn't have, wouldn't have come Yeah, I'm one. sure but it was probably... It depends I mean, what it went up against, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, shoot, this is, this is the mid-70s, so you're going up against Off the Wall. Yeah. You know, shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, he's probably going up against, I think Prince is in there. Yeah, he's probably going up against some heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, earns his second Grammy there. Um... And this was, like, really, honestly, like, I didn't know this. This was, like, the saddest part of, like, this whole story besides, like, his obvious death was he just gets fed up with the industry. Like, he literally just burnt out. is just, like, fuck this shit and just stops making music in, like, 1985 or 82 or something. I think it was 85. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, I'm done. And just, like, 
never makes another fucking album ever again because he's just that turned off by the industry, which I think is such a crime and indictment on the fucking music industry because look look what you've done. The, the, the silver lining, and just maybe this is the optimist in me, I will say this at least. It's really nice to see an artist recognize all the things that you just mentioned and then just choose to ride off into the sunset. Really, this is like the John Elway retirement of they went off on their own terms. Yeah. So it's not like he was smoking crack and basically had no money. Right. It wasn't that, you know, he kept making music and it got super diluted towards the end and wasn't as good and kind of tarnished the career. It wasn't any of those things. He just said, hey, look, I'm, I'm good. I don't like, you know, this is leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I've I've done what I've done, which is obviously a, a great catalog. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just done, which is nice to at least see because we know the music industry is known for chewing people up and spitting them out and yeah. using them for whatever they want. He kind of chews them up a little bit. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, and he kind of says too, kind of like the last straw, basically what he tells the label of like, the, you know, the last straw for him was he says, he's like, I came to them on my second to last album with these songs. And they said no to all of these songs. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and then, so I put like, you know, that album out without those songs. He goes, and then the next year they wanted an album, you know, whatever out. And he's like, so I had those songs still. And I had some other ones, so I gave him all of them. He goes, and then they end up saying yes to the songs. And he was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You say no, and then now you want them? Yep. So he's just like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. And one of the uh, things about Bill was he had a very late start to his career. Yeah, I was surprised he was like, when you said nine years in the Navy, which puts him out at like... 27 28 yeah. which is when most guys are already like have a cocaine habit and have put out four albums and are like on the decline yeah like he like he says he's like he's like he goes he goes and honestly he goes i was in like my 30s when like my music career actually started get like becoming a career he goes because he goes in the beginning when i was like from 29 to like you know 33 goes i was still working at the plant i was still working i was writing music i wrote it inside you know sunshine he goes but i was still working in the factory you know that that brings up a, and if I you look mean, at his first album cover he's literally he's got his lunch pail yeah in, in, yeah, like yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. album art and stuff i'm wondering now and i'm just thinking about the psychology of all this where like these other guys get started so young but he was in the navy kind of with you know structure around him and discipline and all those things and then you saw he went out and started working so it's weird. It's it's a very interesting dichotomy because he didn't really have the typical path that a lot of these other guys did. They got they got in. They got a lot of money pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. All you know, drug habits, just the touring and everything, and were burnt out by the time he was starting in his thirties, where he had done some life stuff already. Yeah, and and was more probably mentally and physically well equipped to handle yeah. all those things. And it's funny that the industry kind of burnt him out. 
because he kind of knew what he wanted to get out of it and couldn't get that squeeze where these other guys were just like, hey, I'm just happy to be here. I didn't didn't know anything before I ever, this is the Mm -hmm. first thing I ever learned about in life. You know, they were learning life lessons as they were becoming famous with money and making all those mistakes. And that's what he kind of, yeah, that's what he kind of says. He's like, he goes, I had, he goes, I was already a regular Joe. Like I already, like before my music career, he's like, so, you know, stepping away from it wasn't even a thing to me because it was... Yeah. I've already done so much and already had other careers before like this. So and it passions, wasn't, I'm sure. Because it wasn't a thing to me. Was yeah. a, and so I was like, man, it's like, respect to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so then, yeah, so he yeah, he, he dips out, gets turned off by the whole industry, um, doesn't do an album. I think, like I said, I think it was 85 was his last album. And um, doesn't do anything, kind of just lives a quiet life. Um, does a couple like jazz festival stuff here and there, and then yeah, dies of heart complications in uh, 2020, um, out in uh, I think out in LA. He was born in that that famous the one that they're all like Forest Lawn Memorial that they're all like famous. Sweet. I always want to go to that cemetery, brother, because every time we should that'd be dope. They're like whenever like these uh, these uh, musicians and stuff die, they're always they're all buried in the Forest Lawn Memorial. Really, they're all there. I'm just yeah. like, man, there's got to be just hundreds of just like cats there. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm you sure. Know what I mean? So there is your peacock, Bill Withers. Woo! Sweet, uh, sweet Bill. Um, a massive, massive one. Um, I always am very happy when I hear his music. I think he's got a very distinctive voice. Um, I love, especially with some of these people who I know that are that are peacocks. When I get to go back. And then listen to all the music, the, the the playlist that you've curated. And I just already know I'm going to be in a great mood the rest of this week because yeah. I'm going to be putting a bunch of Bill out there. Yeah, there's some good ones. There's yeah. some good ones. And if you don't know about him, Go check this it out, is, man. This is, listen, let the playlist be your appetizer. But go and really dig into those albums because there's just he's he's so great. You know what I was when I was like you know doing the music and putting together the Peacocks and music playlist. I'm interested to see what you put on the on the playlist. You know what I like? I was like, man, you know what? You know what? Bill was like, I couldn't think of anybody else that does it, and he used like this vocal technique or whatever you want to call it in like so many of those songs. He always did the. Mm-hmm. Like he was always doing the mm-hmm. yeah. like he would use that effect like in choruses or like in bridges or like breaks in between verses and it's like, almost like a gospel. It hymn. was very gospel. It was a, yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was like a, that's what I'm about to get, get at. It was like this hymnal like you go mm-hmm. and I was just like man, who else does that? I don't know anyone else that like uses that so much. Like he uses yeah. it so much. Yeah, that sound is like a quintessential part of his music. Yeah, you know? it is. I was totally. like, I was like, this is so cool. It's only, I always am always, uh, uh, like I always love the artists that can create music and melodies and, and, and verses and, and lyrics without words. Mm-hmm. I'm always like attracted to like, you know, those people that can just go like, you know, like I think I've said it before on the podcast with like, you know, Journey where they go, na, 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 yeah. na, 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 na. Like there's just no, you, you could have easily put words there. Anyone could have done that. But you, but it, but yeah. it worked. Yeah. But, so I always yeah. love those little intricacies of like, of music. And I picked up on it with Bill. I was like, this guy is always doing them. Mm-hmm. I love that. So 
yeah, there is your Peacock of the Week, Bill Withers. Hope you guys enjoy it. Go check it out. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's keep this ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And by rolling, I mean bowling. So I forgot to mention on Friday, me, wifey, uh, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and her parents hit the bowling alley. I know yes. we, had, we had extended the invite. Um, yeah, I had a buddy, Nick Fresh actually came into town. Oh yeah? Yeah. He was DJing down in Miami. How was it? Sick. Of course. It was really fun. Wedding cool. preview? Yeah, it was actually oh, you know where it was? It was at the old wood tavern. Looks dude, it looks so it looks like a completely different place there. Really? Yeah. It, it was the Is fir- it a bar? Yeah, it was the first night. It was like the grand opening there. But Caesar doesn't Caesar, own it. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, he does. He, he runs it. But are you talking about wood right next to pizza and beer? Like wood two? I'm talking or are you about, talking about wood, the old wood tavern. Talking about the old wood tavern. Right next to Miami Mojito Company. Yes. Okay. Now you walk through there to get through. You like yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. walk through the wood. You walk, yeah. you walk through there now. Sick. It was. It's so cool there now. Yeah. Yeah. They made nice. it look really cool. Yeah. It looks completely different. Super nice. Yeah. So Nick and um, Nick and my my other buddy were DJing down there. It was, it was fun. Sick. Um. So I just I you know we were bowling, and I just started writing down observations like I do, and I have a couple things here, and then I'm gonna see how you feel about these. Okay. Uh huh. So first thing, and it's funny because wifey did it without me even instructing, which means that she knows the rule. And rule number one is, every name that goes up on that board, gotta be a nickname. Gotta be a nickname. Gotta be a nickname. Can't gotta put that be. government name up there. No, I'm always Iceman. <laughs> Are you? Uh huh. Um, I loved uh, father-in-laws. It was Billy Stone Crabs. Nice. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um. If you're with other men slash bros, a wager must be made. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter if it's picking up the beers. Yep. A 10 spot, hundo spot, something. You got to add a little extra juice to the game. There's got to be some competition. We always play cards. Play uh, poker. If you pick up a strike or a spare, you get to pick a card. And then at the end of it, whoever's got the highest hand. I never played that. Um, Man Law 101. You must break 100. Oh, Every God, time, yeah. Oh, yeah. no excuses. Oh, God, yeah. Right? Oh, God, yeah. Um, also, side note, uh, Billy Stonecrab showed up, uh, wifey's dad. He had a Gatorade sweatband around his wrist. Ooh. And that told me that was a very big alpha move. Business was about to happen. Yeah, I felt cucked immediately. Wow. Like he knew something that I didn't. Wow. Um, also, I'd like your, your input on this. Bowling. One of the few events that is, to me, a very pitcher-of-beer-friendly event. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you go to the bowling alley. I don't really... I don't drink a lot of beer, but when you're at the bowling alley, just having a couple pitchers of beer up there and pouring your drink is like... Yeah. You have to. Yeah, like, you can get a cocktail, it's fine, but, like, the pitcher's the preferred method. Yeah, and uh, another way to tell how good a bowling alley is... And how if it's a good establishment, is how good is the bar at the bowling alley? Yeah. Now, you know Manor Lanes, I think, is probably the best bar. Have you seen the updated version of the oh, bar? Oh, yeah. It's sick. Mm-hmm. And at that bar. At a bird, my birthday was there, remember? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> remember, yeah. remember my well, birthday? Have you, but a couple years ago? Was, the bar was, no, the bar's been updated. Yeah, it was the old bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's updated now. Yeah. Um, There's got to be a mandatory two to three functioning alcoholics 
always at the bar. There are there are always, always multiple alcoholics sitting at that there's bar. There's poker happening in the corner. Yeah. Um, I want to put this rule... I want to put this up to a ruling. Um, for Cosmic Bowling, bad scores only half count. Good scores always count. Wait, what do you mean? During Cosmic Bowling. Because right. when we were there... You know, we were playing. Off. We were playing. You know, regular bowling, and then nine o'clock came, and the cosmic bowling started. Right. So you know, it's a little bit more difficult to bowl mm-hmm. at. You know, I mean, it's fucking dark in there. Right. So my rule is that if you have a bad score, you get to blame it on. Oh yeah, the Cosmic yeah. bowling, but Absolutely. only half. Only half. You still did, you still got the bad score. Yeah. But if you get a good score, you can brag and boast all you Absolutely. want about it. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That, okay. they, the Cosmic gives you a little out. Like I said, it only half counts if it's a bad score. Cosmic gives you a little out. Um, another rule for me, you must eat something. And if you can overcome a greasy pie or a fry mountain and still pick up that pesky spare, spare you're a true winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah, yeah. If you're digging into some nachos... And you can pick up that seven ten split. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. And then the last thing, this fucking guy next to us, he was taking the bowling ball and basically chest passing it down Aww. the lane. And why? To me, that's an absolute no no. Uh, I get it if you were like five. Was his technique? Was it working? No. Okay then. It, it, that's like, one thing. Like if you're like if you're picking up if you're if you're knocking if down was, pins, you couldn't go into a league and do that. No, so no, me, you're absolutely. So not. to me, that's a null and void score in the league because I you know I'm in the bowling league now yeah. and you're actually. Um, I heard uh, Chris was talking about it. If you only go two fingers, you actually have to plug the third hole. You have to, yeah. You have to plug the third hole, and you're not there's there's only a certain amount of uh, like lift like above the ground. You're allowed to throw the ball. Yeah, so like, you can't yeah, just I chuck forget, it halfway down the lane. Yeah, like, I forget like what the ruling is, but I remember like at one of the nights, like somebody like chucked it, and like the guy turned was like, "Hey, you're actually like not allowed to do that." Yeah. Yeah. So that's my bowling etiquette. I thought it was just things that I needed to bring up. Funny things I noticed. I know um, I wanted to go so bad. Yeah, because uh, I got my own ball and stuff. I, I was like, I, I was ready to flex. Well. Yeah, uh, the first, the, the, it was funny. It looked we, like it. We get there and first game out the rip, bowled a one seventy five and hit like four, f- like six strikes in the whole game. And the and the, the first and game's always the best Bill, game. I feel Bill like Bill was sweating. Bill, they were all sweating. They were sweating. For I feel sure. like the first game's always like my best game. That uh, I don't know. My I third game, off. my third game, I hit a one seventy six, so that was pretty okay. good. But yeah, so I hit that, and then like a one forty something, and then my worst game was like a one fifteen or something. Uh, yeah. the, the Norma, the pitchers. Norma beat me on that game. The pitchers, the pitchers, the pitchers, yeah, the pitchers. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. Um, I want to uh go off on a little rant we need to have at least one rant per episode mm-hmm. what do you so got? i want to officially say from the shut the funk uh shut the funk up podcast to this fucking slimy bitch candace owens mm. i don't know if you're familiar with I her am. Mm-hmm. i want to officially give her from the shut the funk up po- podcast fuck you okay and shut the funk up okay why? okay Cause we, we we've what'd all had about enough. What she say of you. this time? She's she's going in on our boy, Dwayne Wade. Really? Yeah. She's she she goes off on this fucking rant about how 
Dwayne Wade, you know, his... With his first wife? His No, no. He's talking oh. about his fucking transgendered oh. fucking daughter. And Yeah, I'm really glad that that's your fucking place in this earth to just comment on what someone else's family dynamics are. Yeah, like, it and you're going after a fucking child, too. Like, yeah, 14, f- 15 years yeah, old. Yeah, like... And she goes after Dwayne Wade and, 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 and his kid Dad and you. his family and says the reason why... Uh, She's transgender because there wasn't enough masculinity growing up in the fucking household. Bitch, I need you to come come pull up at the studio, dog. Because if mm. I could pull up at yours, I would. Mm. Who the fuck do you think you are, yo? To me, it's just people that... Those type of people are so unhealthy and bad for the society. And that is why, says, to me, it's like, you want to know why there's fucking assholes out there? It's people like that that are allowed to be like, allowed to say that on TV. Well, to me, people that come out and say those things that lack perspective and, and if compassion. you guys don't know who Candace Owen is, is she's um she's the she's the token black fucking chick on fucking Fox News. Yeah, she's like a, a pundit for just like Yeah, she's their she's fucking like the black spokeswoman yeah. for all conservative blacks out yeah, there. Yeah, she thinks that she's like doing a good job and really she doesn't know that all those fucking white people are just trying to hold her up to make themselves look good. Like, hey, this is my one black friend. Exactly. Um, people that just lack that perspective and compassion when they, I, I just don't even like. To me, she she's a nobody. She, she's yeah. nothing. I don't even. Entertain. She pops all the time, but I just saw that. Yeah. And I was like, I nah, no. I'm, I just, I we, we need you. to give her an official fuck you. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that we're giving her the official double bird fuck you. Yeah. Um, but people like that, I just I try not to allow myself to waste um energy in my life on people like that because i know what she's doing i know what she's what what she's trying to stir the blowhard yeah and it's 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 the funny thing is is if you were that passionate about that then you would stick to it and you'd continue that but you know what tomorrow you're going to be onto something new right you're going to completely go in a different direction with something else and that just shows me that in reality all you're doing is trying to get clicks you're trying to get attention and people like that, I don't, I don't need people like that in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as a good little segue, just another person that we don't need in our life mm. um, is. Uh, have you heard? Um, have you heard about this? Uh, the Nirvana boy. I this guy. This fucking this guy, guy trying to cash in real quick, bro. I don't understand why it got to this. I mean, that album came out in ninety two. Ninety two, and if you were like, let's just the reason say, why I know is ninety two because that was a trivia question. I don't know. Do you remember that trivia? I do. When we went to sudden death. Oh yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. We went to sudden death and trivia, and they're like, "All right, you each team has to pick one person." The category was music, and you guys are like, "All right, Alex, go." Yeah, get the fuck up there. And they asked, "What year did Nirvana Nevermind come out?" And you whoever, couldn't have written that could, <laughs> that down fast enough because you had to write it down. Didn't even get the entry in. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, you had to write it down. It was like you have to write it down and turn it in. And but so if they were two years old, so by the time they were eighteen, when they would have been legal, that would have been like two thousand ten. So why did you wait until you're essentially like thirty years old to come after these? Well, guys? and the, did you see the other like funny thing about it too was how he was a part of the celebrate the twenty fifth anniversary the twenty fifth anniversary celebration of the no, album. No, of course. So like in two thousand and seventeen or yeah. or whatever, yeah, sixteen, yeah, whatever the math is on it. Um, Nirvana, Nevermind had a twenty fifth anniversary, and I think it was like Rolling Stones uh, magazine. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine was uh, doing the whole, whole thing for it, and they found the kid, 
you know. Yeah, yeah. And they recreated the album cover. Yeah. With, the, with but he didn't not his dick out. Yeah. Yep. And apparently in the article. The kid. So first of all, he went and celebrated the 25th anniversary. And was all cool with like reenacting yeah, it. Didn't pipe out. Didn't pipe up then. And huh? apparently, when he was doing that, he told the photographer that he actually wanted to get naked. And the photographer for Rolling Stone had to tell him like, "Yo, no, we all said on that." So you wanted to show. So your it's dad. like, yo, you were really about that life, and then now, what the pandy wandy hit, and now you want to cash in. Now he's like trying to sue him and shit for child sexual, sexual exploitation. exploitation. You're a dumb fuck. You stupid fuck you. And to me, it's just, there couldn't be any more signs of just a classic money grab. Yeah, man. Just walk around, you know, your city. That's a great pickup line. Yeah. It's cool I would have that CD in my, I'd have a cassette, a CD, the vinyl. um, The whole thing. What else is out there that I could give people? And I would always have have that in the truck just to show people. I, all my undershirts would say, I'm the the fucking Nirvana kid. Yeah. That's my little baby dick. Yeah. So, um, also, yeah. let's just say a fuck you from the Shut the Funk Up podcast as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you get a nice courtesy fuck you too. Mm, we're putting you right in we're that just, Candace we're, Owens category. We're, we're, right you now. know, we're we're gonna burn, we're gonna burn this fucking wick right right at the end of this motherfucker yeah. before we leave. That's good. And because there's one more, there's just, there's one more in line here that we have to. There's one more rant we have to get out. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Kanye and your Donda album. Donda. Your Donda. Like your Donda. Yeah, your Donda. <laughs> Yo, listen, Duke. Listen. Did first you listen of to the all, whole album? first, I ain't listening to the damn album. Oh, okay. That's like that's that's the first precedent I wanted to put down. Alex ain't listening to the album. Okay. And 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 all the things I've been seeing looks like I don't need to listen to it. Mm, okay. okay. But um, Kanye, you need to go see somebody. Mm. You have problems. Yeah. All right. No one gives a shit about your album anymore because you keep, te- you know, it's like one of those things where if you keep teasing somebody enough, they don't fucking want it anymore. The boy who cried wolf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you released it, you're like, you do this all universal. Shut the funk up, bro. Do not blame Universal for Universal is a multi-billion dollar like label. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing. You fucking told them to put it out. Like, don't blame them. Your shit's whack. I'm just, I have the same reoccurring feeling every time he comes up in, you know, entertainment news, everything. And I just get sad. I get sad. Yes. Because you're watching. Well, not only just the, the decline of like a human being through like the poisoning of fame and attention and all that. Of course, that's happened to a lot of people. That's nothing new. But to me, the thing that is the most sad is I remember how happy I was the first time I ever listened to College Dropout and went how amazing that album was and where I was in life and how much I enjoyed, you know, those first couple albums. And just to see where he has gone from there, that Mm. always makes me sad because he was such a great musician and producer and rapper and all these things. And to me now, he is just an empty, used shell of like a condom. Like, yeah. there's, not, there's such little left. He's too that- like creative for his own good, almost because it's like because it feels like there's something. It's in there, you know. He's it's in there somewhere, but like, yeah, he just chooses to like coat the fucking egg and like fucking acetate. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, dude. Like, I listened to a couple of the songs. How I, was it? I only got like maybe four or five in. That um, first one was banging, huh? 
Yeah. The herd. Um, I haven't gotten all the way through, so I'll reserve judgment. I do. I will listen. I will well, listen to it. I'll listen to it a couple times. It'll take times. a couple weeks, I hear. I heard yeah, it's like 40 um, albums, 40 tracks Well, long. some of them are like interludes and shit like that. So I'm going to listen to it. I'm always interested to see what he puts together. Um, I'll probably always give his albums a respect listen due to his past work. Yeah. But I've, I, if, you, if you looked at the songs that I enjoy by Kanye, a large, vast majority of those are from the beginning of his career and very little is from the more recent part of his career. I mean, I think he's and marketing as, I think he doesn't even call it a rap, he calls it a gospel album. Well, this, I don't know, this one, I mean, he's definitely rapping on, you know what I mean? Um, but it's just sad to see the the slow descent into, you know, insanity that, that he just continues to walk down. Yeah, so uh, Don is out for all you fucking people. Don't go listen to it. Don't give that guy any money. And um, you know what? I'm gonna say it because you know they're they're having their, their their little rivalry right now. Go listen to fucking Certified Lover Boy. Go listen to Drake. It's probably because be you better. know that shit's gonna fucking bang. Definitely, is gonna you know be. that. I think that comes album. out like this week. Well, what's his name? With what's his name? Which Drake was because they were like kind of like going back and forth, and Drake like was telling him like, "Yo, you want to drop him on the same day? Let's do it. Let's do it, son. Yeah. Like, let's see who wins. Yeah. And Kanye didn't want that smoke, dog. Mm-mm. He dropped it over in the middle of the night. Look, as much as in you the wanna, night. as much as you want to claim Kanye and how great and a fucking genius he is, put the Drake stands uh, and let them go after and Kanye. I, and, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not even like we're not. I'm not like we, and you are like we're not like the biggest Drake fans. I'm definitely not the biggest Drake fan. I've you always, like Drake a little bit more than I do. Yeah, I I I've always liked Drake when he is not. When it's not his song, I've always said there's a lot of rappers out there and, and singers and stuff. I love when they give a verse to a song. Yeah. And usually when he comes pretty hard, when it's like a singular verse, yeah. I don't love like I've probably never listened to like a full CD of just like Drake. You right. know, I have my pick and choose songs here and there. But to me, that's more of a feeling and a vibe. When I get in that mood, I'm going to listen to it. He's not my everyday driver by any means. Yeah. Um, you know, but at this point, I would probably say, yeah, I like Drake. More than I like Kanye, which is super fucking which, sad to which, say. Yeah, that and that's that's your fault. Two thousand eight Jordan fault, wants to kick my two thousand twenty one <laughs> Jordan's ass right now. Yeah, so that's that's on you, Kanye. That's not that's not our fault. Yeah, shout out to Aubrey. Um, all right, guys, uh, another one in the books. I believe that was the big three zero. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I think that was one of the big ones. We, was, got a, we threw a huge party. There's a lot more responsibility coming now with turning 30. Yep. We're done with our 20s. Yep. Know now that. the hangover. Now, you're starting, now we're going to start the, the mm. podcast are feeling hangovers now. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. You don't move as quickly. You're a little bit sore, a little bit more sore than you usually yep. are. You don't bounce back the mm-hmm. same way. Nope. Your back hurts. Seltzer. Your back hurts. Oh, yeah. You know? A lot of back pain. So, um... As always, guys, like, subscribe, review. Um, you know what? What you know? You know what? You know what I want you guys to do to that like button. What, you know what I want you to do to that subscribe button. What do you want them to do? I want I want you to Indian wrestle it. Do you know what Indian wrestle is? I was gonna go Greco Roman wrestle. Were you gonna wrestle something yeah, as I well? Want, I want to get wrestle s- that button. Yeah, I want you to lube each other up, and I mm-hmm. want you to wrestle to the floor, and I want you to three count that bitch yeah. on top of it. Take that like button and put it in a little headlock. You know, give it a little, little, little full Nelson action, and then give it a noogie. 
and give it a noogie. That's that's all we ask. Every week, we ask you to do something different. This week, we want you to fucking take that thing down to the mat that smells like fucking dog shit. They never clean it. And they, they always say they do, though. You know, like those wrestlers? Frank. Whenever... <laughs> Yo, that's gonna yo. Frank and need Frank. to get up. Frank's gonna need to get to the wrestling room because the wrestling room always smelled so shitty. But if you talk to any of those wrestlers there, they would swear to God they're like, yo, we bleach it every day, we clean it after every practice, and it's just not true. Frank, <laughs> get it done. All right, guys, we will see you not next week. No, you're gonna be Yellowstoning. I'm gonna be keezing. Yes, but we will then be back. We'll be back the week after that. So that's yes. why we try to give you guys an extra long one this week. So, but hit us up. Hit us up over Labor Day. You got the number three zero five seven four one three six seventy one. Hit us with some questions. Give us um, some good fantasy names that you're coming up with. If you guys got some good covers that you like. Hit us with those. Any other hot takes? We want all. We want all the smoke. Yep. So that we got plenty to come back to. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what it is. Yep. We will see you guys later.